Hello, my name is Erica Shea and you are tuned into Slay where each week you and I turn our attention inward and reflect on ideas intended to help move you into a state of inspiration and empower you to take decisive, proactive action toward achieving your goals and reaching your highest potential. Today, we are going through an empowering step-by-step framework carefully crafted to support you in cultivating just unwavering self-belief, self-assurance, and self-acceptance. This process aims to equip you with the tools and guidance necessary to nurture these essential qualities. Active participation is crucial for maximizing the benefits of this episode. You'll want to find a really comfortable, quiet place to fully focus and really allow your mind to open up to new possibilities. So if you're not in a position to do that, you might want to save this episode for later. If you are, grab a pen and paper to engage in the reflective exercises that we'll have and to capture your insights along the way. It's also just important to note here that this episode is not for everyone, or it's going to be a long one, but it also, it requires absolute commitment to personal growth and a really genuine desire to create positive change in your life. If you are tired of doubting yourself, feeling unworthy and unfulfilled, and you yearn for a more fulfilling life, this episode is tailored specifically for you. Let's get into it. Imagine your mind is a powerful computer system and within it, hidden viruses lurk in the form of limiting thoughts and beliefs. Like their digital counterparts, these mental viruses can cripple your system, causing it to malfunction. They feed on your potential for success, they corrupt your mindset, and stifle your personal growth. They are the invisible barriers that prevent us from reaching the summit of our limitless potential. These viruses of the mind spread stealthily, creating self-imposed limitations that lurk deep within our subconscious. They rear their heads as self-doubt, fear of failure, or negative self-perception just sapping our confidence, undermining our motivation, and making us hesitant to leap into the unknown. These detrimental beliefs have the power to forge the chains of a fixed mindset and bind us to a perception that views our abilities as static and unchangeable. Through this distorted lens, we see our potential as a stagnant pool rather than a flowing river. This mindset becomes an iron curtain, essentially, barring us from embracing challenges and really stifling the flame of our success. But no need to fear because there is a potent antivirus at our disposal, and that is the power of mindfulness and self-awareness. Like a skilled cyber analyst, we can scan our mental topography, identify these destructive patterns, and take decisive action to eliminate them. By challenging and replacing these limiting thoughts and beliefs, we can clear the fog of self-doubt and restore mental clarity. This process of mental detoxification boosts our self-confidence and enhances our chances of success. It is like clearing a computer virus, freeing up space, and optimizing performance for peak efficiency. In the wake of those limiting beliefs, we can adopt a growth mindset, a dynamic understanding of our abilities and potential 
This mindset becomes like a launch pad for embracing new experiences, taking calculated risks, and pursuing our goals with a fiery determination, okay? By fortifying our mental defenses and really purging limiting thoughts and beliefs, we cultivate a resilient mental ecosystem that protects our potential to succeed. We become master navigators capable of weathering life's storms, persevering in the face of setbacks, and seizing opportunities with a growth-oriented mindset. Consider a fortified computer system resilient against cyber threats operating at peak performance. Now picture your mind, liberated from limiting thoughts and beliefs, primed to unlock its true potential, and soar towards success with unshakable confidence. That is our mission today, to harness the power of my five C's to creating change. I would like for you to consider them your personal antivirus manual, okay? Your guide to maintaining a healthy, limitation-free mindset that operates at its most optimal because only then can you truly craft the life that you've always wanted and desired. So with all of that said, let's jump right in. The first step, the first C is going to be check yourself. Just as we check a computer system for viruses, in the first step, we scan our minds for limiting beliefs. We identify and acknowledge the presence of these beliefs that may be hindering our progress. By actively examining our thoughts and beliefs for any harmful or restrictive patterns, we can ensure the protection of our mental well-being. So in this step, we are focusing on identifying the specific areas and triggers that contribute to self-doubt and insecurity. Specifically, here, you're going to, one, identify the areas of your life where you often feel insecure or doubt yourself, such as relationships, work, or personal appearance. Two, reflect on the specific situations or events within those areas that trigger your insecurities, getting to the root of who or what incites those feelings. With your pen and paper, I want you to answer these specific five questions. So number one, are there specific relationships where you often feel self-doubt or insecurity? How does it affect those relationships? For example, maybe in a romantic relationship, you may constantly doubt your partner's feelings for you or feel that you are not good enough for them. Maybe this leads to constant reassurance seeking, jealousy, and a lack of trust, ultimately straining the relationship. Write that down. Number two, do you notice self-doubt or insecurity in any certain aspects of your work? Are there tasks, projects, or interactions that trigger those feelings? For example, maybe you experience self-doubt or insecurity when presenting ideas in meetings or when assigned a challenging project. These feelings may hinder your ability to speak up, contribute effectively, or take on new responsibilities, limiting your professional growth and potential. Number three, when you accomplish something significant, do you doubt your abilities or feel insecure about your success? How does it impact your motivation and future goals? For example, after accomplishing a significant goal, like receiving a promotion or winning an award, do you doubt your abilities and attribute your success to luck or external factors? Because that's something that may diminish your motivation, right? And prevent you from setting higher goals and hindering your overall progress. Write that down. Number four, 
Do you struggle with self-doubt or insecurity related to your physical appearance? How does it affect your self-esteem and overall well-being? For example, maybe you struggle with self-doubt or insecurity about your physical appearance, constantly comparing yourself to others, feeling dissatisfied with your body, or just avoiding social situations due to a fear of judgment. This may significantly impact your self-esteem, which leads to a negative self-image and well-being. Write that down. Finally, number five. Are there specific social settings or events where you tend to feel self-doubt or insecurity? How does it impact your interactions and enjoyment? For example, maybe when attending social gatherings or events, you feel self-doubt or insecurity about fitting in or being accepted by others. And these feelings cause social anxiety, making it challenging to engage in conversations or form connections or enjoy the experience fully. Be real with yourself here because the openness and honesty with yourself is crucial for accurately identifying triggers and patterns that contribute to these insecurities. Know that despite the discomfort, by choosing to approach it in this way, you are creating a really solid foundation of self-awareness and self-reflection. And the self-awareness is what allows you to recognize the specific situations, events, or interactions that trigger insecurities later. And it's also by acknowledging and accepting these triggers that they exist within you, that we can then begin to understand their impact on your emotions, thoughts, and behaviors. And that's what we need to take place first. You acknowledging and accepting in order to start changing them because we can't change what we haven't accepted, right? As you are reflecting, pay attention to any recurring situations or events that seem to consistently evoke feelings of insecurity as this is something that can indicate a pattern. This is crucial because recurring triggers can have a really significant impact on our emotional and mental well-being. The feelings of anxiety, self-doubt, fear, or sadness, those not only have the potential to affect our overall mood, but our self-perception. They are triggers that may lead to self-sabotage. By recognizing these patterns, we can gain insight into the specific areas of our lives that are actually affected by our insecurities, which then enables us to take proactive steps to address them and develop healthier coping mechanisms. Once you are done writing everything down, that's when we move on to step two. Step two's C stands for confront. We are going to confront the discomfort by using our findings from step one to dig deeper to understand why they affect you exactly and why you feel the way you do. Similar to analyzing and investigating detected threats in a computer system, in the confront stage, we actively address each limiting belief and its associated triggers. To gain a comprehensive understanding of your self-doubt and insecurities, we're going to explore the underlying beliefs and thoughts, as well as the emotions and body sensations that accompany trigger for a really just much deeper understanding of the underlying causes. Specifically, you're going to, number one, review the triggers and patterns that you identified in step one. Ask yourself why these specific situations or interactions trigger self-doubt or insecurity. Are there any past experiences or traumas that may have contributed to these feelings? Write down anything that comes to mind. Number two, reflect on the beliefs and the thoughts that arise from those triggers and patterns. So as you're going through your list, notice what thoughts are coming up for you. Write down any beliefs that you're recognizing. Think about any negative self-talk that fuel your self-doubt and insecurities. How do these thoughts affect your self-esteem and confidence once you've got them written down? Are there 
any external influences or societal pressures that play a role in the self-doubt or insecurities. Write down anything that comes to mind. By examining and reflecting in this way on the underlying emotions that are coming up and underlying beliefs that are popping up in your head, you can begin to uncover the root causes of your self-doubt and insecurity. And I'll give you an example to explain how I mean. Say you notice that you often experience self-doubt and insecurities in your personal relationships. And after reflecting on specific instances where those feelings arose, a voice in your head echoed, I am not lovable or deserving of a healthy relationship. Recognizing that that is not a thought that empowers you, you jot it down as a limiting belief. In reflecting further, you recall a previous relationship where you were betrayed or cheated on, leading to feelings of inadequacy and a belief that you were not lovable or that wouldn't have happened or you know, you're just not deserving of a healthy relationship. Maybe there's something wrong with you. This experience of betrayal planted a seed of the limiting belief that you were not worthy of love and affection. It's a belief that may have been reinforced by later relationships or instances where you felt rejected or unloved. By identifying the root cause, you begin to understand how it has influenced your self-perception and all your current relationships. Working through the feelings of inadequacy, you're able to uncover the underlying trust issues, which enable you to then challenge and overcome the limiting beliefs. That is what you are doing in this step. Stay attuned to any physical or emotional reactions that accompany these triggers during your reflection, like increased heart rate, tension, anxiety, or sadness. By paying attention to these reactions with each one, you gain a really comprehensive understanding of their impact on your well-being. And what I mean by that is you gain insight into the depth and intensity and nature of the insecurity and really come to understand the emotional toll that it is taking on you. Triggers often elicit immediate responses in our bodies, right? Increased heart rate, tension, anxiety, all of those things understand while you're going through this that the cure that we're looking for it's in the pain and that the data that you're gathering by going through this process it's enhancing your awareness and that awareness is what will enable you to develop the coping mechanisms and the targeted strategies to regulate these reactions promoting emotional resilience and what we're ultimately working towards here self-confidence So for example, if you know that there is a trigger that consistently causes you to just have heightened anxiety, that may be an area where you eventually explore relaxation techniques. That's an area where you can potentially establish a boundary or maybe even seek professional support to help you manage that anxiety more effectively. Don't judge yourself in this process. Simply gather all the feedback that you can and write it down. When you are done confronting what is holding you back, it's time to move on to step three, counter. Just as we neutralize threats in a computer system, in the counter stage, we counter our limiting beliefs by reframing our thoughts and beliefs. We replace the negative and limiting perspectives with empowering and positive ones. It's a crucial step because it helps cultivate self-compassion and self-acceptance by disrupting the negative narratives, transforming how we see ourselves, and increasing our self-confidence. Now, with that in mind, you'll review the triggers, 
patterns, and emotions that you identified. Using the probing questions I'm about to share, you'll begin to challenge the validity of each thing that you wrote down, each of your negative thoughts and beliefs. Going one by one through your list, I want you to ask yourself, number one, is there evidence to support this belief or is it based on assumptions or past experiences? Number two, what alternative perspectives or interpretations can I consider that might challenge this belief? Number three, how would I advise a friend or a loved one who had the same belief or a negative self-talk? Number four, what are the potential consequences of holding on to this belief or engaging in negative self-talk? Number five, what are the potential benefits of letting go of this belief or reframing this negative self-talk? Number six, what are some examples from my past where this belief or negative self-talk has been proven wrong or it doesn't hold true? Number seven, how does this belief or negative self-talk limit me or hold me back from reaching my goals or living a fulfilling life? Number eight, what steps can I take to gather more evidence or experiences that contradict this belief or negative self-talk? By asking yourself these questions, you open up new possibilities for personal growth and self-empowerment, which we're going to optimize for by replacing the negative thoughts and disempowering beliefs with more empowering and realistic ones. So number one, once that's done, you've, you've answered all those questions, I want you to review the data from your list of beliefs and thoughts that you have challenged. You finished your list. You challenged all of them. This includes the evidence, the counter-arguments, or new perspectives that have emerged that you wrote down. Number two, based on the data that you collected, you're going to pinpoint something that you want to start with, a belief that you have found to be negative that you want to go ahead and transform right away. Number three, Utilizing the information from your data that you wrote down for that specific one that you pinpointed that you want to work on right now, you're going to create an empowering statement that is backed by the evidence that you wrote down or that you have. The statement should directly contradict the negative belief or thought that you identified originally. Number four, refine the empowering statement to be specific and clear, incorporating the relevant data that you gathered. Ensure that it accurately reflects the evidence and supports your new perspective so that you can really receive this with your whole heart, okay? Number five, you're gonna phrase the statement in the present tense as if it is so and it is so now. So for example, say that your negative belief is, I will never be successful in my career because I lack experience. Your empowering statement could be, based on the data that I've gathered, I am already proving my potential for success in my career, leveraging my unique skills and the knowledge I have acquired. By adapting the process to incorporate the data that you have collected, you can create an empowering statement that's grounded in evidence and support your new perspectives. This approach adds an extra layer of credibility and authenticity to the statements that you're going to continue to develop. Say that you want to turn your empowering statement into a positive affirmation or mantra. To do that, number one, you're going to condense that statement into a shorter and more concise form, just focusing on the essence of this statement in as few words as possible. Number two, 
With that condensed statement, you also want to ensure that it has a positive and uplifting tone. So you're going to use words that inspire and motivate you to reinforce a sense of optimism and possibility. Number three, you want to make sure that you infuse this condensed statement with emotional resonance by incorporating phrases that evoke strong positive emotions. That's going to help you strengthen the impact of the affirmation or mantra. Number four, the last one, just repeat it to yourself regularly, internalizing it by saying it with conviction and belief, allowing it to become ingrained in your mindset. So for example, if the original empowering statement was, based on the data I have gathered, I am already proving my potential for success in my career, leveraging my unique skills and the knowledge I have acquired, the new positive affirmation could be, I am capable, successful, and constantly growing in my career. This condensed form is great since it allows you to shift your mindset and reinforce the positive belief with greater ease and brevity. Go through your entire list and do the best you can to counter all of those beliefs. Again, writing down each of your new perspectives, counter arguments, or just evidence that invalidates it. And once you're done, turn it into an empowering statement. Write down each one of your new beliefs and affirmations to externalize them and solidify them. Note that you may feel some resistance during this process. Be patient with yourself. Challenging deeply ingrained beliefs requires time and consistent effort. Think about how long it took for that belief to become as strong and as present in your life and then give yourself some grace. Constantly seek evidence that supports alternative empowering beliefs to really counteract self-doubt when it occurs to, again, help you reinforce a more positive self-perception. This process will allow you to build a foundation, all right, of empowering beliefs that can really effectively contribute to that increased sense of self-confidence and assurance and belief that we are trying to cultivate. Know that when we're in the process of challenging and reframing our beliefs, it is natural to make some mistakes along the way. Practice self-compassion and just remind yourself that it's okay to mess up, right? It's okay. It's not uncommon to misinterpret information or misjudge the relevance of certain experiences, it's easy to get caught up in our own perspectives and unintentionally overlook important details, which can lead to errors in how we evaluate and reframe our beliefs. It is not uncommon to overgeneralize. We might take a single experience or a limited set of evidence and draw broad conclusions from it by not considering the full picture. It is not uncommon to fall into the trap of confirmation bias, seeking out information or experiences that confirm what we already believe while ignoring or downplaying anything that contradicts it, hindering our ability to challenge and reframe our beliefs objectively. Sometimes, We are not fully aware of our own biases, blind spots, or cognitive distortions. These can really cloud our judgment and lead to errors in how we evaluate our beliefs. It takes self-awareness and reflection to recognize and overcome these biases. And that's a foundation that we are currently in the process of building. So know that this is a practice that you may have to revisit a few times because you may not get it perfectly the first time through and that's okay. You may miss something, but as you, you know, you gather your data from a mistake, you have new insights. And so your visibility, it expands, right? We might feel resistance to change or uncomfortable confronting certain truths or 
adopting new perspectives, which prevent us from fully engaging in the process of belief transformation. But the important thing to remember is that the mistakes are going to provide you with valuable opportunities for course correction. So by acknowledging and learning from them, you're going to be able to refine your beliefs even further and develop a more accurate and even more empowering view of yourself and the world. Do not be discouraged if you make mistakes. It will only strengthen your resilience. And that is something to celebrate, which leads us perfectly into step four. Step four, that C is for celebrate. Celebrate is about shifting your focus from negative thoughts and beliefs to positive thoughts that produce positive emotions by celebrating your commitment to growth, self-care, self-love, and your higher vision as demonstrated by your work in completing steps one through three. So like I said, even though you were creating those new empowering statements and those new you know, affirmations and mantras, maybe you're not yet at a place where your heart really receives them. It's like, okay, that's nice. That's that's good, but I don't actually resonate with that. Celebrating all that you've done through steps one through three, that's real. That is something that you can absolutely recognize and give yourself a pat on the back for. Now, how does this kind of align with our uh, cybersecurity little thing that we've got going on? When implementing security measures to protect a computer system, regular updates and maintenance are crucial. And guess what? engaging and a gratitude practice can serve as a highly effective form of maintenance for our mindset, helping us stay aware of the positive aspects of our lives, reinforcing a positive and empowering perspective. By choosing gratitude, you strengthen your mental security measures and create a more resilient mindset that is less susceptible to the recurrence of limiting beliefs. But that's not all we're going to be celebrating here. And that's not all that we're using to reinforce your protective measures in this step. Throughout this entire process, from steps one up until now, you've been cultivating self-compassion and self-acceptance, which are crucial elements in overcoming insecurity and building self-confidence as they foster a sense of self-worth and we're going to build on that even more here. To do so, you will reflect on past experiences and the expectations that you have for yourself. This will help you acknowledge and accept your imperfections and mistakes. By practicing self-compassion and kindness, you'll build a more accepting and nurturing relationship with yourself, which will support your journey towards self-confidence even more effectively. So how are we going to do that? Number one, Think about past experiences where you encountered imperfections within yourself or made mistakes. Remember situations where you felt disappointed or critical of yourself. Reflect and explore the lessons that you learned from those experiences and how they contributed to your personal growth. Recognize that imperfections are a natural part of being human and that everyone makes mistakes. Embrace the idea that imperfection can actually lead to growth and self-improvement just by reflecting on how much you've grown from this process alone. Find a few examples where you made a mistake, but you've learned to help you just anchor in that belief and fortify it. When you are done doing that, shift your focus toward your strengths and positive qualities. Make a list of your accomplishments, skills, and attributes that you are proud of. Celebrate these aspects of yourself. Reflect on your progress and celebrate the small victories that come to mind. 
because you're out here and you're rising above and you're continually expanding your awareness, you are clearly dedicated to protecting your peace, protecting your mental, emotional, and physical well-being. So feel yourself and then seal that magical feeling of just love and just self-acceptance by committing, which is our fifth and final C. Step five, just as it's important to foster this ongoing security and maintenance for a computer system, it's essential to foster a growth mindset and commit to continuous improvement in your personal growth journey. When we consistently perform the self-check that we walked through today and discover there are no limiting thoughts or beliefs that are in my way right now, it instills a sense of assurance, similar to knowing that we are protected against potential threats. This newfound confidence arises from the knowledge that our minds are shielded from self-imposed barriers and negativity, allowing us to navigate life with greater ease, resilience, and freedom. So stay aware of your thoughts and challenge any new limiting beliefs that may arise. Embrace a growth mindset that recognizes your abilities and potential can be developed and expanded upon. Continuously seek opportunities for learning and growth. This step is about action, okay? It's about translating your insights, steps one through four, into tangible progress and creating lasting change, overcoming insecurities by taking inspired action to steadily build and fuel your confidence. So review all the reflections, insights, and new beliefs that you've gathered from the previous steps identify any specific actions that you can take to continue to challenge those old beliefs and continue to strengthen those new empowering statements that you've created for yourself. Commit to regularly reflecting on your progress and celebrating your growth along the way. When you are done with all of this and you feel like, okay, I've got everything out that I need to today. This is as good as it's going to get. Put it all away, but as you're putting it all away, do so with an increased sense of self-worth, possibility, and confidence, knowing that you have equipped yourself with essential tools for releasing insecurities, overcoming doubt and limitation, and living a more fulfilling life. Everything that you could possibly need to begin embodying your true potential and living confidently is already in your possession. It is only a matter of turning your attention inward and harnessing your resources. Remember the five C's to creating change. Number one, check yourself. Notice when you're doubting yourself or feeling insecure. You know that negativity is not going to produce optimal results in your life. Become aware of the triggers, whether they are certain situations, people, or negative thoughts, so that you can better understand what is affecting your confidence and your success. Number two, confront the discomfort. Once you have identified the triggers, dig deeper and understand why they are affecting you exactly and why you feel the way you do. Explore the underlying beliefs and thoughts that are contributing to your lack of confidence because it's through gaining those insights into those underlying factors that you can start challenging them. Acknowledge that you get to use this new insight to move forward towards your growth 
or you can slow your evolution down and do nothing. So the choice is yours, but remind yourself that this thing that is stealing your joy, this emotion that you're allowing to fester within you, these limitations that you're allowing to anchor you, they're causing you to be less than your most beautiful, brilliant, capable self. And it's making you less productive and effective in the present. And then declare to yourself, you're not doing that. Okay, it is not a thought that's serving you or your highest vision, and it is literally depleting you of your valuable resources, aka your energy. Remind yourself that you have big shit that you're trying to do and accomplish. Remind yourself that by choosing to stay in that thought loop, you are choosing misery over love, misery over joy, misery over your vision. It's you against you. Number three, after you've confronted, you are going to counter the charge by changing your perspective and transmuting your negative to a positive, challenging the negative thoughts or self-critical beliefs by reframing. You replace the limiting beliefs with more empowering statements that you can sincerely resonate with. Thank you, universe, for the mindfulness and the inner strength to operate greater than my emotions and respond to situations in a way that truly serve and grow me. Number four, you're going to celebrate. You're going to celebrate self-mastery, recognizing that from check to counter, steps one through three, you've demonstrated immense growth. You've rose above. You continue to expand your awareness, and you're out here dedicated to protecting your peace, your mental, emotional, and physical well-being. This step involves you really recognizing your strengths, accomplishments, and innate ability to induce nature and shape your reality. By understanding that you are in full control of your emotions and responses, you can feel empowered to let go of insecurities and fully own your confidence. By celebrating your dedication, you boost your self-esteem and reinforce what it is you are working towards cultivating right now. Finally, number five, you commit. You commit to staying on top of it and handling the next disempowering belief or self-critical thought with even more understanding, grace, and speed in the future, empowering yourself to grow and evolve even in the face of fear, challenges, or setbacks. Then after you've done all that, you let that shit go, you lengthen your spine, open up your chest, and send your shoulders back, anchoring in your power. You remember to get your body involved and you wipe your hands clean as if you really had something on them, shaking them out and releasing that energy that no longer serves you to help reinforce the message to your subconscious mind that you're out here creating new habits and then go on about your day with a clean, inspired mind and fresh spirit. Fully aware that more difficulties will absolutely arise, but for now you are unbothered because you just earned credit with yourself and deepened your self-respect and you now have more faith in your capacity to persevere and get through because you're committed to your happy and you're committed to embodying all that you are confidently. It is as simple as deciding what's important to you and going all in on that. Will you go all in on misery or will you go all in on growth, self-love, and possibility? Remember, what you seek is seeking you, but you have to be a vibrational match. If you are focused on the negative internally, you're more likely to spot it externally and catch yourself in unfavorable circumstances. The same goes when you're focused on the positive. We set ourselves up for success accordingly. It cannot be understated. Release your limitations. Know that the quality of your heart determines the quality of your manifestations, what you are drawing to you 
and the quality of your heart is dependent on your attitude, how you're feeling. So check it and check it constantly. It is the quickest and simplest way to own your confidence and stay in your power. You have got this. If you enjoyed this episode and know someone who could benefit from today's message or any of the content we discuss, be sure to share it with them. As always, I thank you for tuning in. Until next time, continue to show up for yourself in a major way.